You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Dave's Corner Garage. Heard every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. Buckle up, everyone. It's time to get this show on the road. Time for Dave's Corner Garage, your Saturday morning joyride on Zoomer Radio. Got a car question for Dave or Alan? Call now, 416-360-0740 or toll free at 1-866-740-4740. Okay, Al, it's yours to hit it! Hey, good morning, it's Saturday and you know what that means? We're live in color. Yes, we are live in the studios. We're we're actually covered in plastic. I, I gotta admit it. <laughs> we're like little plastic cages. Anyways, we're gonna have a great show today. Uh, a lot of stuff I want to talk about. Uh, joining us in the studio today is Trevor Hutchison. I'm not allowed to say the Crown Prince, but he is. Uh, we know each other almost twenty years now. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I knew hey. you when you had hair. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Trevor's with us. He's going to be answering questions about Crown, and hopefully we'll give, away, we'll give away some product today. We will. Okay, we'll do that. So remember, the phone numbers when you're calling in is one 866 Also joining us, Dan McTeague, who used to be the gas guy. Now he's the president of Canadians for Affordable Energy. He doesn't and- have gas anymore? I don't know. I don't know what he's eating. <laughs> I guess it's cured. <laughs> Cabbage is off the menu for sure. I'm into celery lately. I really like celery. Organic, lately. man. we got to eat celery. <laughs> so anyway, so Dan's going to be talking about uh, future okay. gas price increases. Right. He's uh, he's the president, I guess, of Canadians for Affordable Energy. I guess we're all along board with that, eh? Yeah. You know where the money's coming for all the, all the COVID money. It's probably half of it's going to come out of the gas. Oh, wow. So we're going to talk about that. That'll really give me a digestion. I think we're looking at like HST increase in price, and I think we're looking at an income tax increase, and we're probably looking at a gas price increase for they sure. make it HHST, how high sales tax. Yeah. Know? Oh, my Lord. It's true. That's absolutely true. Somebody told me once, I know this is the opening, but somebody told me we pay almost 80% of our income in that way in taxes. Wow! Right, so you, you're, if you're fifty, if you're in a fifty percent bracket. You're paying thirteen percent again in HST. It's no wonder pay, we get those customers in and say, "Listen, I don't pay no tax." Yeah, well, I don't, don't need no bill. Don't pay no tax. A license plate is a tax. Uh, you're paying taxes on your house. Everything you turn around is All another. Right. Okay, and we and got you, some great news coming out of Oakville as well. Yeah, Summit Kapoor is with Young Steel's Motors, uh, Lincoln and Ford, and they're going to talk about uh, what's happening with the electric cars in. Uh, in Oakville. Oakville, and also that their dealership, that they are out of stock. Get out. They're tough to get cars They've right now. They've got a million cars there. Yeah, well, I don't know. They don't <laughs> sold. But it's in, in, in the industry, it's tough to get stuff. So we'll talk about that. We come back after the break. Uh, we're going to talk to Trevor. i got already two questions already on the uh, emails account, so uh, we'll talk about some of that stuff. This is Dave's Corner Garage. We'll be right back. All right, this is Dave's Corner Garage, and we were just discussing, you know, things get going, and we, we, we sometimes forget a little bit, but we do have a contest. Dave, it's uh, for $1,000 worth of groceries. Is that thousand, right? $1,000 worth of groceries. We will send you the money, and you can do it crazy. Can you imagine what you buy with $1,000 worth of groceries? Sure. How many day-olds could you buy? I mean, seriously, <laughs> you know, donuts. And- so all you have to do is go to davescornergarage.com. The entry form is right there. Uh, contest is doing well. So uh, we're going to be taking, uh, up, I think we're taking till October 31st. 
As on on the next show, first show after that, we will announce the winner and try and get them on the air. And uh, is there a skill testing question? No, actually there is. Yes. Yeah. But it always adds up to seven forty. How many sandwiches can you make? <laughs> <laughs> okay, we uh, got Trevor Hutchison with us in the studio today. Trevor, thanks for coming. Are you kidding? It is nice to actually be with you guys and see you guys. Yeah, it's, no it's, hugging though. No, no hugging. The hugging's <laughs> off. But it's no. So it, all touching's inappropriate at this point, I guess. <laughs> I think it was before. It's just the lines were blurred a little bit. So we have uh, actually got I got two emails because when I when we sweat out that you were coming on the air, I got a couple of emails. One was from Sarah, and she says I had my car treated at another place, another company. She really feels bad about it and wants to know if she can still get crown done, even though her car has been sprayed by another company. Well, she she certainly can, but I I would encourage Sarah that first of all she shouldn't feel bad about doing that. Uh, quite quite the opposite. She should feel good that she's actually doing maintenance on her vehicle. Thank you. Because, uh, you know, it, it's it's the same thing. Like, we really uh, are advocates of doing maintenance on your vehicle. And so consumers that are doing that are doing the right thing. Um, now, uh, of course, I've, I've got a little bias towards uh, the company that's employed me for 27 years. Mm-hmm. Um but I, I do think that it's that it's important that consumers know what they're doing and why they're doing it. And and any company that's in the service business is so dependent on customers coming back year after year, or month after month, depending on their maintenance schedule. And so it, it really does come down to service. And my guess is if Sarah's gone somewhere else and may she's maybe looking at coming to Crown, it may be because she wasn't satisfied with the service. It may be because that uh, her expectations weren't met with the product or type of process that was used. Um, so she can definitely do it. But there are some products, for instance, there are some companies that put products on that we need to take a look and actually inspect the vehicle for them before we apply it. Yeah, right. I, I was thinking about that. Is are, are all products compliant with each yeah. other? Will they all work together? Um, most do uh-huh. because they, they, there's only a couple of bases of, of products, but some, some products have, uh, you know, water based, some are oil based, but mm-hmm. then, then you get into lanolins and you get into gels. Right. And the problem is, is if someone has put a gel or a thicker product that doesn't fully set up and, and you get onto mechanical parts underneath the chassis, uh, what happens is they tend to hold a lot of dirt collected, it becomes gooey. And so sometimes that has to be cleaned off before you can actually properly treat. Yeah. One so. of those products is like the tar product where it actually keeps the water up against the metal and it's, it's actually exact, this is this word, exacerbating. Wow. <laughs> and I'm an engineer, exacerbating uh, the problem. Yeah. And, and, and that's exactly what can happen, right? And that's why when we bring it in until we can get it up on a hoist and take a look at it, uh, you know, we can give you our best estimation, but once you see it, you can tell pretty quickly what needs to happen with it. But if 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 she's gone to a, a number of the companies that use uh, oil-based type products, then the compatibility is just fine. Okay. So then, once she's done, she'll establish a warranty with you, mm-hmm. and she just comes yearly. Is that right? Yep. Exactly. You know, I got to tell you, we have uh, one of our company cars is a 13-year-old Chevy HHR. There's not. It was crowned when it was new. 
And there's not a spot of rust on it. I mean, it's, yeah. it's phenomenal. Well, you know what we had? We got into our office just this week. We got a customer that's got a 1985 Pontiac, and they have our original warranty from 1986. Wow. And they've been bringing it in every year since, yeah, 19, Mr. since 1986. <laughs> and so we've, we've actually sent back to ask for pictures from the customer to take a look it. at this, but I was, uh, yeah, I was really pleased to see it. We 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 have uh, up at where our old head office used to be. We still have one of our existing original shops, and they've got a wall of all of their. Uh, customers that have vehicles and it used to be vehicles that were 20 years old but now they've got ones between 30 and 35 years old that are up there and they've got probably 90 to 100 vehicles still that are still on the road and that just out of that shop you know what i'm thinking the cars are alive but unfortunately the owners have passed at this point <laughs> sad part is alan you're not wrong you um, know, <laughs> you know, i have to tell you this we've been married a long time i'm almost 48 years you and him I you, thought, yeah you and i <laughs> oh, wow. You guys were in the closet all this time. I never yeah. knew. So what happens? I found this bottle. It's okay. It's okay. I'm fine with it. I found this bottle of whiskey, which was 50 years old when we got it. It's like over 100 years old. And I didn't realize that it actually evaporates through whatever it's made out of. It's half empty. So I showed it to my wife. She says, no, nah, we'll let it go. <laughs> it's probably half water because your children were put in there. That's, you know, that's we're, we're, yeah, yeah, that's why it's evaporating. Exactly. Okay, exactly. Well, another question is, the another email came in and says, temperatures are turning really cold. Can we actually get the car still sprayed? Yeah. And, and, and that's a common question we get, certainly as we get into December, January, February, particularly yeah. where it's cold. So the, the big difference is, is that the metal... Um, it, much like our skin has pores. And so when it's cold, uh, the pores, if you like, of the metal are closer together. And so it won't absorb uh, products like ours the same way. So it the vehicle needs to acclimate, but it's part of the reason that we heat our product when we apply it. Oh, you heat it up. Yeah. Yeah, we heat it up to about 120 to 140 degrees Fahrenheit when we apply it. And the reason is, is that one is we want it to be able to continue to spread because when it's cold, so if you take a warm product and it hits a cold surface, it'll start to solidify, right? So that's one of the reasons that we uh, take a look at doing that. But you can absolutely do it. doesn't matter what time of year you can safely spray your vehicle. Even just if may it's take, raining. Even if it's raining. It just may take a little bit longer. Okay. I'll take us out. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to leave? Yes. I want to know about more about your wedding and how come I wasn't invited. Because uh, I didn't know you then. You could have played. <laughs> well, I could have played too. But, yes, uh, yes. All right. This is Dave's Corner the Garage. More with Trevor Hutchison right after the break. Welcome back, everybody. My name is Alan Gelman. Sitting beside me is the king himself. Uh, that'd be Dave Redinger. And on the other side of me is the prince. Oh, what what would that make me? That I'd be the queen. I, or something like that. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and with that, <laughs> and everybody looked at me with this weird look on their face going, where the hell are you going with that, buddy? Uh, we got going right to the callers, actually. We've got Rick on the line, and he's got a question for Trevor. Rick, how are you today? I'm very good. Good, good. Thank What's you your question? Always. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. The question is this. Uh, will the Crown product work on vehicles uh, that are in the Caribbean? Uh, a friend of mine, I just gave her some advice. She's going to pass on to someone that's doing volunteer work down there. She has a, a, a Nissan that has just fallen apart. And my suggestion was to uh, ship down cans of Crown and spray the vehicle every year because it's just falling apart from the uh, ocean air. 
Mm, that's All right, right, great question. I mean, normally when we see the salt, right, Trevor, it's from the bottom up, but from there, it's from the top down. Yeah, it, it's so funny you say that, Rick, because we actually have one of our original crown dealers about 20 years ago moved to Barbados, and he actually has a crown shop in Barbados. But we, we, get, really? in, we get inquiries from uh, not just the Caribbean, but any, any area that's exposed to salt air. Um, like in the U.S. for a lot of years, our biggest area that we uh, applied our product to equipment was in Hawaii. Wow, really? Yeah. We, we did a lot of work for the U.S. government and and um, companies that, that had large fleets of equipment that were affected by it because the problem is, is that what happens is they don't actually drive enough. They don't get enough miles on their vehicle. And so it, literally the metal rots away because of sitting exactly. there. Yeah. So it, the the only challenge with what you're suggesting is just is, is finding the right way to ship down because of the cost. Uh, that's been our only issue in in trying to help folks that are in that situation is the cost of the shipping. It, that's the T forty. Is that what we're talking about? Yeah. Yeah. So we, you either you either ship it down in in aerosol form or you ship it down in bulk, and the challenge is just getting getting it there. Uh, I don't know if Amazon's going there just yet. My, my suggestion to her was. Uh, to have her friend ship it down from Canada in a spray can. And, you know, two or three or four cans, while the car's apart being serviced and up on a hoist, uh, would likely do some of the uh, the uh, sensitive areas of the vehicle. Yeah, ab- absolutely. It, it'll it'll do it. There, there's no question that the product will, will help protect it. And frankly, because of the heat in those areas, the product uh, seeps and penetrates very, very well. So that's... Well, I- it sounds like I gave her the right advice. <laughs> you know, it's, it's interesting, Rick. You know, I was talking to a guy in Florida, aircraft. You know, they, they've got a lot of private aircraft, and that's they rust like hell because of they're made out of aluminum. Yeah, yeah. and anywhere oh, yeah. where you have dissimilar metals, um, but that that that's why, like we 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 don't think about it. We think you know you have to have winter and the cold temperatures for things to corrode. It, it's just not the case. It's it's the humidity. When you have humidity and then you mix it with the salt. That's what causes it. And that's why, you know, even in areas in the Caribbean where you can have significant corrosion issues. Well, you're absolutely right. The the uh, uh, the vehicle she's driving is uh, it's, it's like 10 or 12 or 14 years old. It's, it's comparable to a Nissan Frontier, uh, only it's uh, right-hand drive. Uh, but it only has maybe 60,000 kilometers on it. They just yeah. don't travel enough the, on the island. Well, the island's only uh, 10 miles long. I mean, where are you going to go? Seriously. <laughs> exactly. exactly. <laughs> All right, Rick, thanks for joining in. I appreciate your call. Thank you. Thank you. And that guy, we should mention that that product is called T40, and, yeah. y- and you can buy it uh, just off the shelf. Yeah, you can buy it at any of our Crown Centers. You can go to our website at crown.com and purchase it uh, online as well. And like Rick said, I, it would only take, I mean, if you had to do it that way, I guess... Five, six cases would cover the whole car. Oh, cans. Yeah. Cans. There you yep. go. Yep. Cans. Yep. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Okay, we got to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to have Dan Mateague with us, and we're going to be talking about gas. And I don't mean the <clears throat> type. Excess cost as opposed to excess uh, <clears throat> irritability. Yes. All right, this is Dave's Corner Garage. <laughs> we'll be right back. All righty, we're back. My name's Dave Redinger with Alan Gelman, my host, and uh, Trevor Hutchison from the Crown.com. 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 With a K. Actually, I think Crown was one of our first sponsors. Isn't that nice? 
but we're all getting older and grayer, which is also nice. Anyways, uh, on the phone today is Dan McTeague. He's the president of Canadians for Affordable Energy. Used to be the gas something, gas buddy, wasn't it? <laughs> gas buddy, tomorrow's gas price today dot com. But we've diversified into all forms of energy uh, that are uh, run by hydrocarbons. And yes, I'm getting a lot greater than you, a lot faster than you and Alan combined. <laughs> well, that's because my hair fell out. <laughs> I wish I had gray hair. We should say Dan is no slouch. He was a member of parliament for the longest period of time. And uh, he knows his stuff. I mean, we used to have this thing. Remember when, when the gas prices went up, the, the squirrel disappeared or something? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, tell us about what our future is in energy. What's happening? Uh, well, look, like co- anything else, uh, with the COVID pandemic, um, nothing's really moving. Uh, prices uh, at the pumps are pretty uh, you know, average. Uh, they, they're back to levels we haven't seen since 2013, 2014. And mm-hmm. we've seen these prices uh, uh, you know, basically remain uh, pretty much static since last March, you know, up and down five cents a liter, sometimes a little below a liter, a dollar a liter. But that's likely to change and change dramatically. And that's a couple of reasons why, Dave, the, the first one is uh, refiners and oil producers won't be producing as much when the pandemic is over. They don't want to be burnt. Many of them have already uh, seen their business uh, fail. A lot of them have seen a circumstance where, uh, you know, they're no longer producing oil. And, of course, we can't all rely on Saudis uh, for oil uh, to, to supply the entire world. They don't have enough and they're not really interested in North America. And so we, while we have this big revolution, uh, some people call towards electrification and things like that, the reality is that the bulwark of our economy really depends on things like natural gas, oil, and uh, refined products. And my guess is that we could see a circumstance where $80 a barrel would be back uh, in style once the pandemic is behind us, which means, of course, uh, you're back to $1.30, perhaps even $1.40 a liter. And that's because Unlike a few years ago, uh, we have a lot more government taxes, and we're likely to see something called a clean fuel standard. Uh, it's a bit of a misnomer because we already have achieved clean air as far as uh, vehicles are concerned and uh, certainly uh, industrial manufacturers. But look, the, the future is, uh, is stable for now and not for the right reasons. Demand has slumped. When it starts to rocket back, I don't expect that uh, things are going to get back to normal uh, in terms of prices. We're going to see prices go much higher than they are now. And that isn't just your gasoline, your diesel. It's also, of course, your propane and your uh, your natural gas. We've already seen an increase in hydro. Dan, we have a question. Is uh, How many refineries are there in, in Canada? Oh, boy. You know, I talked a lot about the one to help save in Newfoundland. It just shut down permanently. They've mothballed it to come by chance. There's 13 left that produce gasoline in Canada. Mm. 14, if you include the new one that they built making diesel in Alberta. We don't really have anything in the way of refineries that uh, you know that are going to be upping their price. What I'm more concerned about, though, is that those refineries are going to be stuck with even more difficult uh, regulations that no other country, uh, no other jurisdiction faces. And for those reasons, I think we're likely to see more refineries either cut back, shut down, and that, of course, means higher prices. Dan, a question. If, if we do shift, I mean, we're seeing it happening. I mean, there's more electric cars coming out all the time. Um, do we Do we need oil production to get home heating heating uh, gas, actually, for natural gas. Yeah, well, we do need that, uh, and you need to make sure that the Americans, most of our natural gas right now is coming from uh, the Marcellus uh, in places like Utica, uh, so just south of the border, Ohio, Pennsylvania, some little spots in, in New York. Uh, but the frackers, the gas frackers, are the ones that are also out of business. A lot of them won't be funded to, to do and continue producing. Uh, oh, that's because you know, of the Biden election? Gas. 
It's because well, of <laughs> well, that could have a big effect if he pushes his Green New Deal. Yeah, Canada goes the same route. You, you know, you just won't have enough. Uh, you won't have enough uh, polymers, resins, and paints, and other things. I mean, at the end of the day, I, I don't care whether you drive a, an ice vehicle or whether you drive an electric vehicle. Uh, they all need asphalt. They all need tires. They all need paint. They all need polymers, resins, and take your pick. So they all need petrochemicals. And, uh, uh, you know, the, uh, the adage is, of course, no one's expecting oil demand to drop until at least 2040 and uh, probably beyond, only because the rest of the world is continuing to increase its demand for uh for hydrocarbon, for uh, for fossil fuels to uh, to increase their uh, uh, their economic activity. Well, what they're really not talking about either is is how they produce the electricity. You know, they try to keep that a secret, eh? Um, and and we know that a lot of you know hydro plants are you know their their steam generators are driven by by gas or, or oil or, or yeah, coal yeah. in some cases still. Well, look, we've had you know in Ontario, and you remember the old riding I had was out in Pickering. The first commercial nuclear reactors uh, gave us not only an abundant amount of energy, uh, hydro, but it also gave us the cheapest hydro rates <clears throat> in North America. Today, yeah, of course, yeah. in Ontario, we're paying the highest, uh, matching out with then uh, duking it out with California. The more renewables you build, which are unstable, uh, and of course, we signed some pretty stupid agreements going back to 2010, where we gave uh, windmill operators and uh, high, you know, uh, photovoltaics or your your solar energy folks Anybody produce that, we give them four times the rate. And if we, if they're not being used, in other words, demand has slumped in many respects, as it has, uh, we just saw last week, uh, over the past couple of months with, uh, with this pandemic, they still get compensated even if, the, you know, they're, they're producing electricity in surplus. And then we're selling to the United States at, you know, at pennies on the dollar. And that's why, Alan, this is really going to blow people's minds, but, uh, we're, we're subsidizing five billion dollars every year just to make sure you have uh, you don't get the full impact of those hydro rates. So I don't know what is in the mind of people who think that we're going to go to electrification overnight. The total cost, I've estimated, we did a report here, which you can find at uh, affordableenergy.ca. It's uh, just not on price on clean energy, but also on uh, on the clean fuel standard, but also on hydro. You're looking at $5 trillion, that's with a T, $5 trillion, or in other words, three times the national debt uh, that we have in this country just to provide 80% electrification of oh. everything in this country. So, so it's, a, it's really a bridge too far. That's when you're driving to Detroit and you see all those hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of windmills. You do. That's right. And those windmills are paid. So if you see them stopped, they're still getting paid. So Is that right? Bills. <laughs> it's a good yeah, deal. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a good deal for them, and it was a bad deal for uh, for consumers and, and for ratepayers. So, look, I, the cost of living is going to the roof. The work I'm trying to do here at Keynes for Affordable Energy, which has been around since 2015, 2016, is to try to highlight where we can do a better job. We're a country blessed with a lot of resources, and we have clean energy, and we don't give ourselves credit for the good things we've done. One of the things I'll just leave you with, natural gas was converted a long time ago. We started shutting down coal plants 10 or 15 years ago before it was trendy. So it's going to be hard for us to meet any kind of target that says you have to have lower carbon emissions, uh, you know, 30% lower than 2005. Americans will do it because they've been shutting down coal plants for the past couple of years. We won't. Unfortunately, there is no technology out there that can do that for us. Fascinating stuff. Danny, what's your uh, website? Yeah, so it's uh, affordableenergy.ca. And, of course, the gas price predictions, uh, by all means, uh, just gas price wizard. I've been using that for quite some time. And uh, remind me again, it's uh, crown with a K. Dot com. I'm going to have to go out and get uh, the 2013 Dodge Journey uh, looked after. It's not going to make another winter. Well, please please make sure uh, I'll uh, get David to pass you on my contact information, Dan, and uh, we'd uh, love to meet up with you and, and look after you for that. Oh, boy, that'd be great. I'd that means that. no Thank charge. <laughs> <laughs> Keep up the good work. Thanks, guys. Appreciate that. Take care, Thank Dan. you, Dan. Take care. Bye, bye David. Bye, all. 
So uh, you think you have a problem in getting oil for your product? Um, you know, the, the good part is, is that I think in our process is that we, we plan out, uh, at least 18 months in advance. And so, yeah. uh, no, the supply chain is, is, is very good. There's no question COVID had an impact on it. Um, but, and, and one of our challenges has been it's difficult to forecast growth. You know, you may plan for 10 or 15%, but in some years, you know, we had 25% growth. It's very difficult to plan for that because you're dependent upon the supply chain of um, of raw materials yeah. all, all the way across, right? Uh, one of the biggest challenges is the is the border right now, mm. right? It, and being able to what, get bringing goods, product or, or getting raw materials, getting raw materials, getting certain goods, uh, whether it may be uh, everything from equipment to the raw materials. But no, the the good part is is that uh, in in our ISO certification process, we're required to be able to have uh, multiple suppliers of each type of raw materials that we have. Um, we had an issue a few years ago with that. And so what we did to solve it is we began producing one of our own raw materials. Well, that's waited. You can't join them, fix them. They're, yeah. uh... We're on them. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're going to need to take a quick break. And coming back with us is Samit Kapoor from uh, Young Steels Motors, a famous name here in the city. And uh, they're one of the largest, or, th- or think the largest, Ford group in the country called the Big Three. I'm still thinking about no fracking. No fracking. No fracking ways. Well, the American election is actually going to affect us. And people, we're not talking about it, but it will definitely affect us. Talking about slippery operators. There you go. (laughs) This is Dave's Corner Garage. More jokes and more good information right after this break. Calling all hybrids and electrics. We want to hear from you, too. Because Dave's Corner Garage is an equal opportunity show. To reach Dave and Alan on Zoomer Radio, call 416-360-0740 or toll free at 1-866-740-4740. Or pass on your regards and your question at davescornergarage.com. Provincial oversight in the towing industry would introduce greater protection for consumers from fraud and more highly trained tow truck drivers to our roads. We all have a role to play to help make this happen. MoreSafeToes.ca is the website set up by CAA where you can show your support for this initiative. The Ontario government is open to provincial oversight in the towing industry. Are you in? Visit MoreSafeToes.ca. A message brought to you by CAA. You can buy a car online right now, but remember, you are only protected when you buy from an OMVIC registered dealer. For more information, visit omvic.ca. A consumer protection message from Omvic, Ontario's vehicle sales regulator. Soon, you'll be making that cross-country journey in your RV or hitting the road in your collector car. Just not now. All of this may be cramping your style, but it's reassuring to know that the staff at Wayfarer, your lifestyle insurance brokerage, is available to you remotely. Access your policy documents or report a claim using the kiosk tool. Reach out to Wayfarer Insurance Group by email or chat with someone online. It's how Wayfarer is serving its customers during this time. Wayfarerinsurancegroup.com If only you knew how ceramic coating will change your life. How it makes washing your vehicle effortless and less often. How it protects against burn-in from bird droppings. And increases visibility in bad weather. You'd never wax your car again. Nor would you need to. 
Bring back that new car feeling with ceramic coating and automotive detailing from Elegant Motoring. The choice of Toronto car drivers. If only you knew why. Get a free quote at elegantmotoring.ca. All of us at Dave's Corner Garage know what you're going through. The furloughed single mom who connects with her kids around the dinner table. The first responder who sees too little of the family. Dave's Corner Garage is giving away $1,000 in groceries to one listener this month. It's our way of saying, we're thinking of you. Special thanks to every one of our caring sponsors. Enter today at davescornergarage.com. You're listening to Dave's Corner Garage, brought to you in part by Omvic. No hidden fees or surprise costs. It's the law. Protect yourself from curbsiders. Go to omvic.ca. Okay, welcome back. It's Dave's Corner Garage. Uh, according to the people at Black Book, actually Carlos, uh, who writes for them, uh, Conrad, sorry, uh, used car values are skyrocketing this in September, and uh, there's a lack of used cars, and there's, apparently there's a lack of new cars. And talk about that is Summit Kapoor from uh, Young Steel. Summit, good morning. How are you? Morning, Dave. How are you? You know what? My philosophy is if I get up, it's a good day. <laughs> Exactly, I follow the same thing. <laughs> it's, it's so, man, is it true that 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 the you know black book is correct? Is that used car prices are going up? And if that's the yeah. case, is that good for someone who's looking to buy a new car? Uh, that's absolutely correct. Used prices are going up because there's a shortage of new cars. Okay, so that you're going to offer me more when I come to trade it in. If I have something in new inventory to sell you. Uh-huh. <laughs> but you guys have a huge lot. It looked like there were thousands of cars there. Is there an issue now? Yes, there is an issue. Ford did not manufacture anything during the pandemic, and uh, whatever we had in incoming, it's it's sold, it's gone. Wow. Wow. We have to wait for about two and a half months before we see a full-fledged inventory on the F-150s coming in from states. So you're basically a used car dealer till then? Yes, but whatever I have remaining on the lot. Fascinating. So you yes, would sir. you would take orders. We could we could buy a car and order a car. Yes, we've started placing orders for the twenty one F one fifties, Explorers, Escapes. Interesting. Now there's a big announcement just now that Ford is investing one point eight billion dollars into electric vehicles, of which six hundred million is coming from the government here. Um, yep. EVs. How big is it going to get? Uh, to give you an idea, we just placed the first Mark E order two days ago. We had like 50 reservations already, and the first order is placed. EVs are on the way. I'm sold out on the EV escapes, and my Explorer hybrids are gone. And based on the inside inf- insider information we got from Ford, this plant will become the number one electric plant for Ford Motor Company, which will give five electric cars to Canada and North America. Are so- So I'm in a question. I I was going to ask you, do you find that people are going from internal combustion directly to electric or do you find a lot of people who are looking at hybrids perhaps? I was going to ask that. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) See, the first step is always hybrid because people are not sure about the driving range and the driving mileage. Mm -hmm. Keeping in mind, we have a little harsh weather here in Canada. So if somebody is planning to go to Cottage, which is about 600 kilometers away, they don't know how many charging stations they can find in between. Right. So they're trusting hybrid a little more than fully electric. But down the road, when we have proper proper infrastructure in place, I'm sure all electric vehicles are the future. Yeah, I'm seeing it already. I, I, I bumped into someone actually at Costco with a, driving a Tesla with, a, with, um, with New Jersey plates on. And I said to him, how did you get here? And he looked at me like, what are you talking about? I drove here. And he said, oh, because 
the car has the system where, you know, with the navigational system in it, it shows them exactly where all the charging stations are. I, I guess yeah. the Fords are along the same lines, correct? Yes. Ford is working with a company called Electrify America. And so, so you, that that way you get all the information on where all the charging stations are, correct? Yes, Electrify America is uh, starting to build charging stations for Ford Motor Company. Oh, specifically for Ford. Now, but yes. but if you buy an electric car, do you have to look for a specific kind of charging station, or do most of them work all the no. same? Most of them are common, and Ford has an application which is Ford Pass. If you log on to that app, uh-huh. it will show you the nearest charging station for your car. Hey, I heard that the Tesla connector was unique to Tesla. Oh, Tesla connectors are different. Okay. But, uh, the the generic connector, which is uh, 110 volt or a 220 volt, I've seen uh, people charging Hyundai and uh, all other vehicles at our dealership. So, in other words, it, if there's there's everybody, and then there's Tesla. Yes. Interesting. And then one of the problems is that you get there and there's somebody already charging, so you could lose like about one or two hours just waiting to get your car hooked up. Uh, that's 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 one problem which these companies are facing. But they came up with a smart solution. So just like our cell phones, there's something coming up called smart charge in these cars. If you plug your car in for 15 minutes, it's going to give you 60 to 80 kilometer range so that you can get home. Ah, interesting. So the way we look at transportation will change. Yes, that's of like, course. That's like the guy running down the highway with that little two to, two two gallon can, eh? Yeah, <laughs> you know, <It's> exactly. <laughs> it ain't gonna fill me up. It'll get me to the next gas station. Well, you already know Ford announced the hybrid F one fifty, which is coming around June or July next year. Yes, it's all it's it's gonna go in production sometime towards the end of first quarter in twenty twenty one. That truck is uh, serious business. Will there be any <laughs> commercial vehicles though that are being fully electric that you guys are yeah. producing? Yeah. Yes, Ford recently announced all electric transit coming next year. That'll be super because, you know, so many commercial vehicles, I mean, they're just doing little deliveries in the city or, or, or you know, it's a repair guy where basically they go out in the morning and come back in the evening. Um, so they're overnight is when they could charge. And uh, and as well, does, does Ford or does the government offer any rebates or to help people out installing charging stations in their house? Uh, no, but I think government is giving a $2,500 rebate to all the plug-in hybrid vehicles. That's what they're coming up uh, now. All right, and uh, like you say, you're able to put in orders. Now, conceivably, if I want the, the electric Mustang, if I put an order in today, how long would I have to wait for it? Uh, about six months, easily about six months. Well, that's not bad. I'd have it by next summer. Yeah, you probably yeah. would, yeah. All right. Yeah. So the the scenario is gasoline powered vehicles right now, a hybrid vehicles in the in term, and then finally fully electric vehicles. Yes, and and performance is actually uh, another aspect that people are focusing on. All these cars coming up with all electric engines and hybrid engines, they they have more power than gasoline engines. That's right. Uh, zero yeah. to sixty times are like four seconds, five seconds. Yeah, torque is absolutely incredible. Yeah, yeah. exactly yeah. right. Yeah. So Kapoor, how do we get in touch with you? Uh, the dealership phone number 905-889-7343. And you can visit our website, which is ysfl.ca, youngsteelsfordlincoln.com. And then I love your website. It's it's dramatic. <laughs> it really is. It's a great website. Thank you for joining us. Yes, sir. Thank you. Thank okay. You. Let's quickly go to the phones. I think we have some time. We've got this poor gentleman we're waiting for a long time. Uh, Tom, are you there? Hello? Hey, Tom. How's it going? Oh, not too bad. Yourself? Good, thank you. You got a question for us? Uh, yes. Uh, I have a situation here where I purchased a 
2013 Ford Escape. Uh-huh. And my wife was going on a long trip, so I had it in for an oil change, and uh, the mechanic also indicated that there was a problem with a coolant leak. Mm-hmm. And ever since I've had this car, I purchased it in 2015 from a uh, Ford dealership. I've noticed that the coolant was having to be refilled more so than any car I've ever had. Um, he indicated, and it was collaborated by the dealership that I took it back to, mm-hmm. that it would cost more to strip the engine down part by part, find out what the problem is, rebuild it back. It would be cheaper and better for me to buy a pre-owned engine or a new engine at a shockingly high cost. All right, you know what? We're going to have to do a summit here right now and then put our great minds are going to have to think about this. We're taking a break. We've got to take a quick break, and we're going to have an answer for you right after these few messages, all righty? Okay. All right, take care. We'll be right back. You know, being the nice mechanic that the guy was just talking about. Uh, You're very handsome. That's me. Thank you very much. And uh, and I'm going to look at Tom's problem here from a mechanical aspect. Tom's on the line. He's got a Ford Escape that's losing coolant. So, Tom, my question for you is how much coolant are you losing? Like how often do you have to top it up and how much do you have to put in? Well, it it varies. Um, it seems to be. Is it very little or very much? It varies from day to day. It seems to be the more that I drive, the more that I have to top it up. Mm. I pretty well put a half a bottle of Ford coolant in within the last two weeks. Okay. Um, and now do you see any smoke out the back of the tailpipe at all? Um, my mechanic put in a fuel injector flush or, or sealer. Yeah. And it actually, uh, the next morning after a long, rather long ride mm-hmm. uh really spat out quite a heavy smoke right but since then um no very little smoke if any at all all right you know what i'd probably have them try first of all there's a product called iron tight okay iron tight and okay. and it's a sealer it's specifically for sealing coolant leaks and i would have them add that to your radiator and see what happens i mean i don't see necessarily the the issue with tearing down the whole engine i mean dave question mm. In terms of value, I mean... Sorry, is, I was sleeping. The, the repair of the car as opposed to how much it's worth. Is, should it do that or not? Well, you know what? The reality of the car is probably worth around $7,000 right now. Uh, yes, it, it pays to fix it because even if you put four or 5000 into it, you're still better off owning that car than spending, you know, twenty five, thirty thousand on another one. Mm-hmm. But Iron Tide, I've got great luck with it. It works fantastic. Yeah, I would try that first. I don't think except for the five or six bucks that it can cost, it's all you got to lose. Yeah. So I, I would give that a try. It was actually right? made for boilers. That's where it was initiated. Yeah. Steam boilers would be leaking and they'd be under pressure and you put this stuff into the water and it would actually cure the problem. All right, Tom, give it a try and uh, give us a call next week, tell you how it worked out. Already? Do you know where I can buy that? Uh, Canadian Tire. Canadian Tire, any automotive store. Okay. All Thank right, you take much. care. You're very welcome. Yeah, it makes sense sometimes to fix the car you got rather than throw it away, especially now with the prices of cars are just, they're not real. No? They're absolutely crazy. So new yeah. ones or talking about used ones? Used ones. Okay. Because of COVID, people aren't working. They're on CREA, whatever it is, mm-hmm. and uh, there's no income coming in. So what are you going to do, right? Well, you, and the nice thing is, too, if you've used, you know, crown rust protection on that used car mm-hmm. of yours, 
it drives the value up as well, right? It'll last. It Abs- will. Absolutely, it does. It's and, funny. At the dealer auctions, when they pop the doors open and they see those buttons that you've got in there, car is sold. I mean, yeah. they, they basically are confident in buying that vehicle. Well, you know, that, 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 that gives the purchaser, you know, the thought that obviously the person that owned this car, you know, took care of it, you know, cared about yeah. the car. And, and it, it's automatically going to be in better shape. Now, you guys have a special ongoing? Yeah. So if you go to our website at crown.com and uh, you go down to the bottom of it after you see our, our COVID message from our president and some interesting videos on the crown process, uh, there's a section on specials and coupons, and so our current specials will be highlighted on there. But right now we're giving away, if you print off the coupon, mm-hmm. uh, a can of our uh, corrosion inhibitor that you can use on your lawnmower or snowblower or garage door at home uh, when you get your application done. That reminds me of that hot sauce commercial. You can put that stuff on anything. Almost. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah, no, it works great around the house. You know, in fact, periodically my wife will say, could you fix the door? And I said, do you have a can of Pam? And she says, well, what do you want the Pam for? I says, well, I got nothing else. And it's spray and it works well. I find the butter flavored one works the best on, but, you know on, what? on they, door hinges, actually. They have a product of silicone. They, mm-hmm. They're one of the few places that you actually buy silicone. Right. So if you got your door in your car yep. in the winter, you spray that with the yep. silicone, it's not going to be frozen the first time you get a cold weather and you can't get up. You pull on the door and all the rubber comes off. Yeah, don't so, you hate when that happens? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right? So, I mean, yeah. you've got products that nobody else carries. Yeah, we, we, we've got a line of, of almost 50 products. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, unless you've gone to our website or into one of our crown centers, you may not even see some of the products. But uh, go to our website and you'll uh, you'll be able to take like a look. The salt at eliminator. I mean, nobody has that. Yeah. Right, you, you spray the floor mat, and then you take the salt stains out. Yeah, probably probably one of our best products that we have is Salt Eliminator. Yeah, I like Salt Eliminator. All right, Crown dot com with a K. All yeah. right, I want to thank Dan McTague for joining us today. He's president of the Canadians for Affordable Energy. I guess all Canadians want affordable energy, eh? I don't care. You, what do you mean I, you don't I care? Write it all off. It doesn't matter. Oh, like like, <laughs> like all of a sudden you're a millionaire or something. Yeah. <laughs> eh? <laughs> I'm driving a 13 year old car. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, who else? Oh, and Summit Kapoor, obviously, too, from Young Steel's Ford. And, uh, Can you imagine now, here's a company that sells a lot of product and is out of product? That's a real issue. That's uh, You're there in the used car business right now. they got a bunch of green cars there, if you want, though. And yet they're saying that all these lease cars are coming back. You know, people, car, their leases are over, and they're coming back into the into the marketplace. So, all right, uh, buddy, it's a wrap, it's though. A, uh, yeah. Our operator, oh. Carlos, thank you very much for doing a great job. we yep. got to run. You hear the music? Yep. Thank you, everybody. Thank you again, Trevor. And thank you, Carlos, for keeping us straight and normal. Well, straight anyways. Well, doing his best anyways. (laughs) (laughs) Have a great weekend, everybody. Remember to keep the shiny side up and the greasy side down. And go to davescornergarage.com and enter that contest. A thousand bucks is not chicken feed. Well, you could buy chicken feed if you you wanted. wanted, All right. Bye-bye, everyone. (laughs) Who cares about the clouds and we're together? Just sing a song and bring the sunny weather. This has been an exclusive podcast of Dave's Corner Garage. Heard every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM 740.